When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On today's podcast, we talk about focused enthusiasm, efficiency in practice, and coaching for a loving, not a living. And to discuss those things with me is the associate head coach and offensive coordinator at Ohio University, Tim Albin. Tim, great to have you here on the podcast. Thanks, Coach, for having me. Looking forward to dialogue here today. Absolutely. Well, Coach... Before we get into some of the topics today, we, we want to learn a little bit about your background and, and some of the things you've learned along the way. So for you, uh, getting into this profession, what, what was it that um, made you decide, I want to be a football coach, and when did that happen? Right. Well, it, it was, um, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a junkie in high school. Uh, you know, I, I just had a ball in my hand growing up. And uh, I wasn't by no means was I a great player. I was not, but I, you know, whatever the ball, I like to I like to play ball. And uh, I was uh, say a, a fortunate um, to, to go to go to small college football in Oklahoma and and, and uh, play for a Hall of Fame coach and won a few games and had a great experience. And and I, you know, put my senior year on me. And I thought, you know what, I think coaching. And um, I started talking with, obviously, my college coach, uh, Lee Brower. He's, again, retired now. And, and uh, I got an assistant. And he thought hey, I'd be a good one. And, and he reached out and made some calls. And I ended up getting getting my first graduate assistant job. And, you know, hey, getting a master's degree was pretty cool. I'm, I'm the first first person in my in my family, only only the first person in my family to to, to get a college degree college diploma and, and uh my mom worked her tail off and put me through school and and, and uh, i'm coaching ball and, and thought it would be a, a thought i could help and and uh i got enamored with it and, and uh, here i am 30 32 years uh later and feel the same as i did back then i can't do quite as many demonstrations in, the, in practice and the drills that i used to could do, used to but but uh I, you know, I, I can still do several of them, just not all of them. So that's kind of how I got, how I kind of got rolling in, in the profession. I had, I mean, a lot, obviously a lot of great, a lot of, a lot of great help and, you know, some huge mentors in my, in my, in my growing coaching growth for sure. And so. Who were some of your mentors in, you know, when you think of them, what, what are some of those key lessons that you took away from those guys that really became part of who you are today? Sure. Yeah. I mean, there's again. You start mentioning start mentioning names, but I was had a played my 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 high school coach is a he's in like three Hall of Fames. The president of the coach association, in the state of Oklahoma. I mean, legend. 
and uh, and we ran wing T offense. I played wide receiver. We <laughs> 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 didn't, didn't get to catch the ball, right? Right. Okay. So now I'm still, and I am still uh, friends with uh, him and ha- him and the whole staff to, to this day. I'm 55 years old and still talk to uh, talk to my high school coaching staff. And uh, where I ended up going to play ball at, at Northwestern Oklahoma State University, out of Oklahoma. Rod Rangers Ride, um, he was, he's, a, he's an alum from there. And uh, so, so you know, that's, when, that's where I ended up going to, going to college and, and playing for a legend in Lee Brower there. And, and then, then, again, I, my first graduate assistant job was at Northeastern State in Tahlequah. Tom Eckert, he's a Hall of Fame coach. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, right now I've had three, you know, I've worked for my first job and my high school coach and my college coach were our hall of famers all right and then i <clears throat> come back to my alma mater and, and, and get, become a head coach and then i get on at nebraska and graduate assistant and so uh, frank solch is the head coach okay and so i end up getting hired up there and i've been with coach for 20 21 or 21 years coming up this fall and so Along the lines, I mean, you know, going, I've, I might have been, I mean, Craig Bowles on the staff at Nebraska, Turner Gill. I mean, Lipo and I are friends. We work together in Lincoln. Uh, you know, so I've been around Joe Pelini, Carl Pelini. I've been around some great guys. Derek Mason was a receiver coach here, you know. Uh, and so I've worked around, I've been around some great coaches. Uh, and you, you try to take bits and pieces, you know, and, and, ha- and have your own little, you know, I'm Tim, I'm Tim. And, but you, you know, you see some different things that you, you can, that you like and you don't like, and um, you kind of make it your own with it, with anything. And so I, I've been very, very blessed. I will tell you, uh, as far as the guys I've been around, and they have had all have all have all impacted me in some way or, or another. And uh, I'm not, I don't have all the answers. Trust me, um, I learn something new every day. I think that's why, that's why my energy level is what it is. Because I can, I learn something. I mean, I'm talking about every day, and I learned more through this pandemic probably than I ever had was with all the tough conversations that were going on. I'll be the first to tell you, it was. I mean, it was really a godsend for a lot, and there's a lot of little things that I just didn't didn't know in this world. And so I, you know, I learned something every day, and and uh, that's like like you said, I, you know, I mean, it's why you, you know, I do it for a love and not a living. Cause it's a, it's true, true blessing. For sure. When uh, when you look at all those things that really have, you know, these, you know, a lot of takeaways, just so many great names that you mentioned there, um, including your, your current head coach, uh, you, you look at your philosophy as a coach, overall kind of guiding philosophy, and, and this is how we do things. Yes, what are some of the key pillars for you that make all, up your coaching philosophy? Yeah, I the the number one thing that's, that's going to stick out and coach coach Solich is obviously I've been with him 21 years and um, it hasn't I mean it hasn't been uh, all, it better roses you know I mean you know I mean uh, our, our our big rival Miami has beaten us two straight years it, it wasn't like he was telling me he loved me on the headphones in the third quarter and we're down by three like, okay it hasn't been it hasn't just been like you know I mean there are some, some t- you know tough moments don't get me wrong but at the end of the day. Uh, a great mentor, and uh, I know we were talking, you know, prior to starting, but just just the family atmosphere part of it. But the number one thing that he has taught all the coaches that have worked under him, his coaching tree is very impressive. If you look at the names over the years, um, 
um, is the, the coach player relationship. And that, that's, that's the fuel to our, that is the fuel to our culture here. And uh, at Nebraska, I mean, we may not, you know, this is the team that in 2001, we played the greatest, you know, we played the Hurricanes in the Rose Bowl in 2001. And they were, they had that team, that roster uh, had 23 first round draft picks on it. Okay. And then 16, 16 second rounder, you know, whatever the night was, the, you know, that team was so, man, they're so good. Okay. My point is we weren't the most talented team, but we, you know, I want enough games to get get to that point, and and I, I think just the the our players we call them by their first name. Um, they don't they don't call us by our first name. We call them by their first name, and we and we teach them. You know, I mean we're, uh, you know, I mean we coach. I mean we coach decision making. We coach choices. We coach consequences. Um, just, I know that's you know you know. Call, you know, coaching talk and all that, but you, but hey, that's what we do here. And players respond to it; they know that we that we love them, and that is the gasoline to the sports car. I mean, that's you know, you can have a you know, you get a nice sports car Corvette in the in the driveway, but you got need fuel to run. And I, I term it as you know, that's the fuel to our culture. Um, and I I I tell you know, that's I firmly believe in that. And that's what we, we strive to do uh, with our guys. They respond to it uh, very, very well. We're continuing the process of, of, of young men, you know, um, coming out of this college experience. You know, we, want, we, want, we, want to have a, we want to have a great college experience, but we want to keep developing them as young men. They want, they're, going to, they're, going to be a fa- they're going to be a husband someday. They're going to be a father someday. And, uh, you know, Again, you, you, there are times where you gotta, you know, you gotta coach, you gotta coach, you gotta do something to get their attention a little bit different, but you gotta do it in the right way. And and, and Frank has been, you know, he's one of the best at that. And that is uh, how how we do it here. I I can't speak. I can sit here and talk to you and get on different things on that, you know, for a long time. I don't want to bore you, but that's the number one thing. Uh, you 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 can have the best drills, you can have the best whatever. But if there's no fuel in that culture, you know, then they're just going to be going through the drills because they have to, not because they want to. You get you get you get a bunch of guys that do things because they want to, and they know that you have their best interest at heart. Then that's when you, that's when you that's when you're going to start. You know, you can have discipline and get behind the line and and uh, you know get them up in the morning and get them ready to go. And that, that's that's going to get you part. That's going to get you. You're going to win a lot of games. But you get that, you get that, you get that that thing I'm talking. You get that kind of feel going. That's when you're gonna have. That's when you can get, you know, magic magic things have happened. You know, not that we've been undefeated here, nothing like that. But you get that's, and that's definitely uh, it fuels me to have that kind of atmosphere. Why why you put the time in and the hours you put in? Because you because you're you believe in it and it's the right thing to do. And I, I'll tell you when I was a, you know, I first started coaching and. Well, I was married, and um, you know, my again, I'm consider myself a type A personality and coach with a lot of energy, and um, I'm, I may, you know, say, you know, a swear word on the practice field or something, you know, out loud, you know, and upset. But you know, and I, when I, you know, saw my son's eyes open for the first time, I, I started coaching a little differently, you know, 
and my daughter, I, you know, that's I, I, somebody's, somebody's son, you know, and I, I will, I will just be the first one to tell you, I, that's when, you know, I started understanding, you know, there's a, there's a, there's some different approaches to some, some things. And, uh, you know, that, that I don't, you know, that's, is that a powerful thing? I just know that was the thing to me. I was, I had some things going to my head, you know, when I, when my, when my daughter was born, I mean, you know, and so, uh, um, it's kind of, it was, you know, thinking back on it when I was really, really young, and, you know, uh, I'm, I'm the same, but I'm, but I'm different in, in the things that I'm, you know, trying to explain to you, you know, right now. So, sure. well, you, you mentioned to me that a big part of this for you, you know, being in it now 30, 32 years is that your enthusiasm for this hasn't changed. Your passion for this hasn't changed, but, um, you know, you look at the enthusiasm and passion of a 25-year-old versus a 55-year-old. There's a lot of things I think you start to learn along the way that help you really harness that passion and, and, and really focus that energy that, uh, I mean, heck, you know, think back to those early years. I mean, that that's a lot of what you have is the energy and enthusiasm. You're still learning the game. You're learning about building relationships, all that kind of stuff. But now you have the ability to really... Uh, target that you know how how have you seen that change for yourself over time and you know work to your advantage sure that's that's a great question and i think it's really a a deep one uh you know again early years the energy out you know i mean cartwheels and backflips and you know i could do the drills better than some of the some of the guys some of the freshmen i remember you know and uh uh, they, I think they, I mean, it's, you know, running around and that's how I got some of my exercises at, at practice and, and they got, it rubbed off on guys, you know, and now, and you kind of, you kind of touched on it, but now uh, I'm, I think I'm still close to that, but I, I, I can, they, they're getting different energy. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm closer to them by the things I've talked to them about. Uh, you know, you know. I mean, I, uh, I know when most most of the guys' birthdays are. I know when, you know, they got an English test coming up. Particularly the one I know all my guys that I, that I coach, you know, at my position. And I try to, you know, talk with guys about so you know, anything. What's going on with you know? It's not every time I see him. It's not about hey, we got today. We got we got to do this. Hey, we got this little movement. You know, it's about and so. You know my 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 energy's there, and, but I've just I'm in, I've got a deeper connection with the guys because I'm I'm talking to them about different things now in my point in my life. I'm 55 and my kids are grown and they've gone through some things that they've gone through. I'm talking to you know I've got examples of well when, you know that my son or daughter went through, and or I went through you know or you know a, a player five years ago went through. Whereas when I was 25, 27, you know, I didn't have a lot of those experiences. And so the conversations were different. You know, back then we were playing, you know, Sega or Atari. I guess Atari was over, but, you know, Sega Genesis was a was the gaming thing back then, you know, in the late 80s or whatever, you know, early 90s when I was coaching. And, uh, you know, and, and so, uh, I mean, the conversations were about, you know, things like that. And in my age, now they're a little bit different. And the guys, they appreciate that. And so, you know, we have, you know, I get on there and do, you know, make, you know, ESPN and make the old, you know, ESPN sound, you know, out in practice field loud. And somebody makes a great play. And, you know, they, it seems like, you know, they they appreciate, 
you know, the, the things I can I can talk talk to them about now, my age, and I've been with my you know my professional um, experience, or my children, or whatever, or sort of former player that have gone through some things, and and uh, there's a, there's there's a there's a connection there, and I think that uh, it uh, they they know that Coach Souls and his staff, all of our guys here, have their best interest at heart, and so we ask them to, to do things. They they want they want to do them because they know that we have their best interest at heart, and so you know I'm, I'm getting back to the first thing again. But you know I, I've early years and the later years, I think there's that's kind of how I see it now. Yeah, definitely, Coach. Moving things forward and looking at a little bit at at what you guys do on the field, uh, and, and you do a lot inside zone gap schemes. You run some option, uh, of course, a play action. So especially when you start looking at guys up front, um, you know, there, there's a lot to practice there. So how do you, how are you able to, to fit that all together so that you guys can not only be efficient with it in practice, but that you get the execution you need on game day? Right. There's, you're always, there's always that fine line. Coach, you're always looking for you know how much is enough to versus how much is too much, and you know with the and I'm on the NCAA rule, you know the eight hours a week and 20, or twenty you know during the season I guess it's twenty hours a week and and uh, you know you got you got to they got to be fresh and their legs got to be under them, so you're always battling that you know getting everything in that you need and and um, so it's a it's a constant dialogue with the staff. Um, we try we try to you know, keep it. The number one thing is we try to keep things the same as we can, the same as we can with the guys up front, those five guys, you know, here, okay, here are our, you know, our run schemes and whatever they are. Okay. And then, uh, so they're not, you know, this, Hey, this week we're going to do pin and pull or whatever, you know, we don't do a lot of things like that. This is what, here are things that we do, you know, if we can, you know, a new formation or whatever, and try to keep those guys' rules the same and, you know, um, in, in our, you know, uh, Coach Rudolph does a, does a great job with our offensive line, uh, offensive line, does a phenomenal job. He's the I mean, best, I mean, he's one of the best in the business on getting those guys ready to go and game day. Whew, man, he's a, he's a rock star, I'm going to tell you, on game day. I mean, he can, I mean, seize, seize it all from the field and get it adjusted. I mean, wow. Um, but we try to keep those guys you know, this for instance, the double team on maybe an inside zone and, and a double team on gap scheme. Try to keep those as similar as we can. You know, I mean, so they get in combinations and whatever, and guard tackles going at it, getting together. You know, they're they're working a couple plays. You know, we don't, we're not a big outside zone team, but we run it and we try to. But we run a little bit of option too, and you know, those 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 are similar. So when when tight end tackle tight end tight end tackles are working together, you know, hey, you we're working two plays here. You know, we're working, you know, whatever the call is on the outside zone, and we're working whatever the call is on the on the, on the option versus, you know, most runs. We try to try to keep little things like that, you know, best we can. And then um, I think I think that that uh, um, the type of guys that we that we recruit here, I mean, uh, in our in our philosophy. Um, we got, I mean, smart guys get better. We, I mean, we, you know, and, and that whole, without getting into the whole recruiting process, uh, you know, the guys that we look for and target, 
Um, you know, uh, Ohio University is a, it's a great academic institution, and, and, and we've got a, 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 a great football team. A lot of guys that, that uh, all of our guys are, you know, academic people. Not that, no one, not that nobody's not, you know, but, you know, we, hey, this week, this is what, kind of what, you know, some of the wrinkles, and our guys are good enough to handle it, you know. So um, I think that, that, um, that, that that's one of the things that, I, that people want to know, how do you get all those things practiced? And, um, and I think, man, anymore, just watching TV, golly, I mean, everybody's doing everything. I mean, Alabama runs every scheme known to man. You know, I mean, they, they run out every scheme. I mean, uh, Lincoln Riley, Oklahoma, those guys, they run, you know, a lot of different things. And, and so I think it's kind of the, the new wave thing. I just, you see a lot of a lot of scheme stuff out there done today. And, um, you know, we, we, we have our share, but our guys do, do a great job. And, and uh, the coaching staff it speaks volumes, but we try to do our best. To, you know, hey, two hour, we're out there two hours a day on Tuesday Two hours, that's a 15-minute stretch counted in there. So really hour and 45 minutes of practice. And then we're out there about an hour and about an hour and 40 on Wednesday. You know, and Thursday, we, Thursday is, a, we call it no sweat Thursday. We're not taped, straight walkthrough, but we get, but we're sweating mentally. If that, if that, if you can visualize that. And, and it's, you know, I mean, guys are on the edge of their seat, not talking and locked in. And, and we get a lot of, lot done with that. Um, that practice side so um and then they're fresh headed into the game so i know that's a that's kind of a long answer to to to, the, to your question but um that's what we've that's what we've been doing here for all the last probably seven or eight nine years and it's it's uh it's worked well for us for sure and coach i know you recently put together some stuff uh on coach tube a, a series of of uh, courses um Focusing on uh, the running back a little bit, um, ball protection, yards after contact, etc. I guess if you could give us an overview of the resources that you put together. Yeah, you bet. The 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 running back uh, manual that I put out there is a four volume uh, set, and I've been coaching the running back position my last year at Nebraska, and then. so it's 17, So the last 19 years, I've been coaching running backs, and, uh, and obviously, I I mean, I've arguably worked for the the, the greatest running back coach of all time, and Coach Solich. You know, there's, I mean, if you, if you just go by um, guys that coaches worked with that went on to play professionally, he's put more guys in the league than anybody on planet Earth. <laughs> I mean, right? So I mean, you, I mean, you can fact check it. I, I, I mean, I know at one time he's put he put more guys and he's coached. For, I mean, he. I mean, I mean, uh, Roger Roger Craig. To, I mean, Mike Rogier. I mean, I mean, and he, let me let me here. Let me let me back up here on that coach player relationship. You know, on coach. Uh, I mean, as far as practice, what he preaches is there's an assistant coach at Nebraska, running back coach at Nebraska, assistant when Coach Osborne was in charge, head coach. I mean. Coach Solich asked Roger Craig to play fullback for one year, so he could so they could play Mike Rogier. 
Roger Craig. He's in. I mean, right? I mean, San Francisco 49ers, four Super Bowls. Roger Craig. Okay. Hey, hey Roger, do you mind? Do you think Roger Craig's gonna? I mean, jump on. Jump, you want me to do what? Play fullback. I'm, but I'm a tailback. And he, you know, and but I think the coach-player relationship. That guy says he knows that. Hey, I trust Coach Solich. You know, he's got my interest at heart. I mean, okay, I will play fullback right, so we can play Mike Rogier. All right, now, not to, you know, I mean, you think about that for a second. Uh, so, and, and that's and coach, coach is big on coach-player relationship, and that's a, I think a perfect example. And so, so let me get back to you know back to you know the, the running back man. You know, is I've again been around one of the best. And uh, I've used, I mean, I've, you're not the name drop, but I, you know, Tom, Tom Rathen has helped me. I went to see, visit him in San Francisco and in Detroit when he was in Detroit. Now he just, he just retired with the Colts and uh, he's been a great resource for me uh, as, as a running back coach. So many others that, I, you know, you try to exchange real tape and things like that. So I, uh, I try to do a ledger clinic every, about every two years or something. They, they call and, and, and uh, try to get it worked in. And I, one of the sessions I always do, I want to just talk running backs. I think it's a, a, vi- a vital part of the offense, not just when, you know, what are you doing when you don't have the ball in your hand? You know, is you're in high school, you know, a lot of times the best players are running back or the quarterback, one of the two, you know, a lot of times. And I think you, regardless of uh, the running back position, I mean, you, you, the things that are on my manual, I've, I do them. And I've got five, six guys doing them here. I've got, uh, you know, when the biggest guy we ever had here is 220 pounds, and and I got, I got five, six, 180. I got five, 10, 170. I got a 200. You know, I mean, and, and the guys are, I mean, the drills, and you can get them doing your backyard. You can be a, I mean, a single mom, and do almost all but all but three of the drills maybe, and you know, you know, I mean, the pass throw you're gonna need some, you're gonna need pads on. You know, that's I got some unbelievable things that tools that I that we use. And you don't, if you can be a pastor, you can be an effective pastor guy at 170 pounds. So they, they do it right here in, in Mac in action. I got you know film of my 170 pound guy taking on SEC guys, including Mac. I'm uh, you know, and uh, with some simple things. Now again, to work some of those drills, you're gonna need pads on, but the drills are structured where you're. It's not a scrimmage, and there's only you know guys only have so many train wrecks. There's only so many train wrecks in a student in a in a, in a player anymore, with you know things. And so you got you can't just you know everything just go you know the Oklahoma drill. <clears throat> you know it can't. I mean those that you know you gotta have to you know scale back where you can teach and, and it's not just all live. You got a lot. You gotta go live, but you got you gotta control the train wrecks. And in my group, the things on my on my video. Um, are great. There's about three things that you probably need pads on. Two of them are going to be pass pro, and one of them's a, a you know a, a tool for for a runner. But the rest of them, you can be you can uh, you need some you know a can of soup or a can of paint to put down and with a cone and a couple broom handles, you know. And if you can get come across some, a set of tires or some ropes, you know, and get a ball in your hand and get in there and listen to the the you know me talking and give them my spill. Uh, I don't. It doesn't matter, grade school, junior high, high school, college, or NFL. Because, I mean, that's where I got most of my drills. Um, it'll, I think it will, it will help. It'll help a running back. And, uh, you know, 
guys in high school, you know, just from a recruiting standpoint, there's some philosophy things on there. I mean, it, I mean, it's, it's, I want to think, golly. It's a, it's a four and a half hours of running back play. Yeah. You know, that, that's, I, 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 count, that's I counted it up coach. I think you, you undersold it there. It's uh it's closer to six hours across really? these four okay, courses. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, Okay. Very comprehensive. Right. You've done a great job putting it together for sure. Well, I, I, and I think that where the coach tube thing is awesome is I go to the Glazier, guy will ask a question, and it's a great question, but you got a guy knocking, waiting to get in there. He talks next, and you can't, you can't, you can't cover the littlest, the littlest things. You know, there's so many things that I want to say, and you, and you know, and and you're getting ran out. You get ran out of there because the next guy's got to get up and, and I get, it's on schedule. I understand, you know, those are, it's all great. The beauty about this thing is, I mean, I stopped it and paused it and talked and, you know, it was, it was uh, really, uh, uh, like a release for me. I mean, is that, is that, is that, is that dumb to say, but you know, I mean, it's, it's, there's a lot of little things on there that how we teach it and that, that you won't get it at clinic. Cause I'm not in a hurry to get, get, so I can get to the next thing and get all the material covered. So someone doesn't feel like they got shorted. It's on there, and uh, you know I again I, a single parent mom get that thing and take her son in the backyard and make him a better runner. You know again the you know pass pro stuff probably not not going to be a little tougher to, to do. You know, and and then you you combine it how we use it, how we grade it, and you know it's uh, I think it's a, a neat thing. Not to put a sales pitch on anybody, but I believe in it and. I'm passionate about it. I really, I really am. And and Frank, he's all. He always says, "Hey, the running backs they they come in all different shapes and sizes. They they all can't be five eight one sixty five. They all can't be like that. But they, you know, you got a productive guy. You know, you get him some drills and, you know, with the proper ball technique and teach him some toughness. Uh, you got you got something. You know. And so I I I'm really. And I get more. I got. I would then. Then I then at one of those clinics, I would I would give us do a scheme thing or whatever. And I would I would get more emails and calls on the running back stuff. And I, you know, I I tell the guys. I say the guys at the hey, I'm telling you, guys want to they want to hear the running back guy talk because they there's, there's you don't see a lot of running back talks anymore. It's about they want everybody wants to talk. Hey, I want to know about the next RPO. I want to know. Hey, what you got any good RPOs? I mean, you know, and uh, uh, that's kind of the hot thing, you know. So, so anyway, I know I kind of overdid it there, Coach, but but um, a lot, lot of good things on that running back, Coach, and I got a lot of a lot of a great man that taught me a lot. Yeah. So. Uh, well, I will really, share. I'll share that link for our, our listeners. I highly recommend it. Um, just a complete resource for the running backs, and Coach did put it together in a a bundle there for you as well to. Um, all four of them to help you save some money. So um, I'll put that link in our show notes. Now, a quick story from from me on Coach Souls. I've never never met Coach, actually. Uh, but he went to my high school, Holy Name High School, in, uh, in, the, in the Cleveland area here. And when you walk in that door as a freshman, the first story you hear about is how Frank Solis beat Cathedral Latin in the charity game. Um, for a city championship, and you know, basically the, the way it was described, I mean, he did it on his own. He was a small little running back, and from there, you know, this this nickname beyond our mascot name, you know, be, you know be, became the kind of thing for us. And I mean, when I went to school, I think thirty years after he was there, and it was still 
about what he did on that day and that team did to beat this this powerhouse. Wow. And it was little David. He was it was David and Goliath, and even the the paper had written it that way. So, um, you know, like you said, the, the running backs can can come in all different shapes, shapes and sizes, and uh, you know, he he was a good one. He was a good one in high school, and <laughs> and went on and, and did that in college as well. Yeah, man, wow, just I mean, that's a, that's a great story. I I have been up to the high school before, and I, and, and coach was not with me, but uh, when I walked, in, I rolled in there. I, I I was paraded around. They all they they wanted me to meet you know some dignitaries and and they wanted to tell Coach Solt stories. Cheer. <laughs> yeah, he's a legend there. Yeah, yeah, well, absolutely. Coach, you mentioned something before. Wanted to touch on that. You know, in this profession, you got to be doing it for a loving and not a living. Could you expand on that for us? Yeah, you know I. Guys want to get in. They want to, you know, some advice to give young a young coach. I, I mean, I, I mean, you you've got to you're get you got to be getting in this in this day and age. You've got to be getting in this profession to help a student athlete become a better person. I mean, and the coaching and you know, it's about. I mean, you know, get, I want to get in it because I want I want to coach at, you know, at Notre Dame or whatever. That's all and good, you know. But just with the the the, the demand. You know, and uh, if you, I don't want to, I'm not sure if luck, so, you know, you got to be in the right place at the right time. And, you know, some things have got to happen, you know, uh, the right time and timing, you know, is, is huge on, on some on some things at, at, at the at higher level. But I think, you know, the, the, if you're doing it for a loving and not to make a living, then I, I that's, your, your your room, your, the room you're coaching, the team that you're that you're that, you know the offense that you're leading, or the defense, or the team that you're leading as a head coach, they are gonna, you know, the old book, the old saying in the book, they don't care what you know until they know how much they care, right? And uh, you know, and when they when they know that you're doing it for eleven, because you love doing what, what doing what you're doing, they are gonna go to the ends of the earth for you. You know, and uh, uh, I, I mean, I promise you, on the holidays, I mean, I, I mean, I'm literally, if I'm not talking to my family, I'm, I'm talking to my family all day because I'm either invertly with my family or I am, you know, texting former players and and players and their families, and it is, it is really awesome. Uh, it can, I mean, it's really just, it's flattering. It's very humbling. Humbling. What it is, because you got you, you just you don't realize you touch some of the guys and the way you touch them, they're gone. Oh, and they coach. I just want you to, t- you know, uh, I mean, I I still hear from a lot of several guys at Nebraska. I, I haven't been there in twenty years. It's been twenty years ago. Uh, you know, and uh, um, you know, the, my last year as a head coach. I mean, you know, those guys. I mean, I get somebody texts me once a week. Seems like I mean, you know. And that is, that is the, I mean, that is, you know, I'm very proud of those, of those things, you know, and uh, as tired as I, I mean, I've been tired. It's still pandemic's been tough on everybody, you know, but you, you, you come to come to work every day to make those guys better. And, and uh, some days are better than others, but at the end of the day, um, it keeps me young, you know, and, and vibrant and, and uh, my wife, I've been blessed my wife. She's 13 years my younger, you know. And so, uh, uh, 
being around being around the uh, the student athletes, it helps me <laughs> at home too. So, Coach, last question I have for you is: is when you look at all the things you do as a coach, what's the one thing you really point to? Um, you know that that gives your guys the winning edge. And, and you know, one thing we didn't mention here, Coach bro- brought up Northwestern Oklahoma State. Um, but he did win a, a national championship there in, in 1999 as the head coach. Uh, so he, he he knows winning. He's been around winning his entire career. So looking at that all, though, Coach, what is it that gives your guys the winning edge? Yeah, again, I, I don't want to repeat myself, but that, that, that the, you know, the, the fuel for our culture and um, – Guys know, guys know, anybody, I mean, whether it's a student athlete or the, or the train, one of the trainers, you know, they know when you're, when you're, you're, you're trying to blow smoke at them. And I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I mean, I, I am genuine. It's on my sleeve. I wear it on my sleeve. I am genuine. You know, I'm, I'm Tim. I'm, you know, man's man. I, I, I don't, it's not about fluff. I'm, you know, you got to have some tough conversations, truthful conversations. You keep it, you keep it real with them, and they they know that you're you're not, you know, trying to pull one over on them just to get get by something. And they they just you know being genuine, uh, authentic. I think you know my my, my you know what's my fingerprint is is um, you know a passionate, you know, uh, positive attitude, you know, and, and I'm trusting, you know, PAT. My fingerprint, Tim Albin's fingerprint, is is you know PAT. Because um, I think the, the guys can um, they can see through you can try if you're a phony, and so they appreciate it. Um, and it, I think it just it spells it spells uh, it speaks volumes to team success, and it spreads through the locker room, and and, and you get guys bought into your culture and, and uh, you get the old sports car with full of gas and let's go. So, well, Coach, for our listeners, uh, what areas do you recruit? You bet. Okay. Uh, well, I, <laughs> it's been over a year because of the pandemic, but I, but uh, um, I, I'm in Georgia about 10 days in Georgia and uh, I have Oklahoma, Alabama, and then I will see, uh, do my very best to to see in late spring the Ohio guys that we are on, on offense. It's kind of how we do it here. So um, I also I also handle uh, the state of Kansas and the Kansas Junior Colleges. My wife's from Kansas. I'm from Oklahoma, as you mentioned, and I got a lot of a lot of ties in, in that area. Uh, so that those that's where I I spend my time in the, in the spring, uh, and then now in the fall, being a coordinator, I don't maybe don't get out until later in the season. But I, and I'll be, you know, be around trying to see the guys that we're recruiting on offense and in, uh, in the in the, you know, trail around in a, you know, I can get to in a car, not stay out of a plane. So that's a great that's a great question. I'm glad I'm glad you asked that, Coach. What's the best way for our listeners to connect with you? You bet. Uh, my email is my last name. That's Albin, first initial T. Albin T at Ohio edu. And you know, I will say, if someone reaches out to me, and if I don't re- respond to that, then you know, I, junk mail or or clutter mail, I, you know, I, I lose some things to that. So, please, you know, send it again, 
and and uh, uh, so I, I will I do I pride myself in returning trying to return every form of communication. It's hard, but uh, I do I I, I try to pride I try to take a lot of pride in that, you know. But just sometimes I in the emails I you know I don't they go to my junk or something and I I may not get them. Uh, so. Um, that's, that's and if you if you call the secretary at the, at the office up here, leave a voicemail uh, with her, or, you know, a note with her. I will definitely get back in touch with you. Well, coach, I really appreciate your time and appreciate what you put together for coaches on Coach Tube as well. And best of luck to you and the Bobcats in 2021. Coach, thanks a lot for having me on. It's a really an honor and I'm humbled. Uh, just thank you for what you're doing for the profession, and uh, you know. Just I want to tell you, thank you. It means a lot to me. Appreciate it. Thank you again for listening to the Coaching Coordinator Podcast. Please, if you are enjoying the podcast, head over to iTunes or Spotify and click five-star for a rate. If you have a minute, write a review. It really helps the podcast. Check out our new home for the Coaching Coordinator Podcast. That's at coachandcoordinator.com. And follow me on Twitter at Coach K. Grabowski.